Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan, here to provide you with my weekly constituency update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, August the 22nd, and my mission as MLA for Cumberland North continues to be to represent you, the people of Cumberland North. I work for you, the people, and with you, we build on a foundation of truth and justice. And boys, every week that I work, I just realize how important truth and honesty and justice really is. And I also see so many cracks, so many cracks in our systems. There is just simply so much work that needs to be done. And I do believe that when truth and justice is your foundation, that you are firm and that you will always be going in the right direction. So I believe strongly that we must focus on having a foundation of truth and justice. We must be determined. We must be dedicated. We must have a heart that's focused on serving and being a servant leader. Again, honesty and focusing on empowering all people, every single person, regardless of who they are, regardless of their status or their wealth or their socioeconomic levels, every single person is valuable and important in our communities, every single person. As we build on that foundation, we can build with the pillars based on the strength of our veterans that have come before us and our pillars of health care, having excellence in health care, reducing poverty in our communities, caring for our Mother Earth, supporting and empowering entrepreneurs and business, and looking for ways for our arts and our culture to blossom and bloom. So my report, I want to tell you a little bit about what I did for you last week as your MLA. It was a busy week in politics. As per usual, I had lots and lots of phone calls and emails about the condition of our roads. That is a huge focus this summer. We are seeing road work, bridge work uh, being canceled. The sides of the roads are not being trimmed and mowed. The ditches are not being kept up. And it's so obvious when I go uh, just next door. On the weekend, I had the privilege of slipping over to PEI to spend uh, about 32 hours with some friends and just the drastic, drastic difference between Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. It, it's really, it's really eye-opening. So, you know, everywhere I go in Nova Scotia, it's the same. Uh, Cape Breton, I was in Cape Breton this summer. I was in the Valley a couple weeks ago. And even though the conditions are poor here in Cumberland North, uh, they're the same all over the province. So we've really lost focus through our Department of Public Works on really getting the work done. So we're almost to the end of the summer. And we've, we've seen a lot canceled. And when I've asked questions uh, of the Minister of Public Works, the answers that I'm being given are that the bids are coming in too high. So road, road work and bridge work is being canceled. And I don't know, but the people I speak with, uh, they're telling me their taxes didn't go down. So their expectation is that work continue. So I want you to know that I'm continuing to communicate on your behalf, representing you, communicating the needs of the uh, of Cumberland North, the roads, uh, whether they're gravel roads, whether they're paved roads, whether it's the ditches or the sides of the roads. I am communicating that very clearly 
to the department and just had a phone call last week uh, with someone from the department and they did assure me that they are looking for funding for the trunk six uh, number six highway between Amherst and uh, Shinnemacass it's just horrendous especially for our truckers and uh, there's a couple of culverts that need to be replaced that people are literally banging their heads in the ceiling of their vehicles when they go over them and our trunks our trunk highways are supposed to be kept up to a certain standard and right now we're certainly not seeing that here so I want you to know that I am continuing conversations with the department and making sure that they're aware of the needs here and I know it's it's competitive across the whole province there's there's a certain pot of money and, and everyone wants a piece of it but uh, we certainly need our fair share here in this area so so road work um, is a big issue and last week I did do a post around the end of the week just encouraging you if you know of any roads that need to be uh, that need work being done uh, please communicate to me and I have a list that I share locally and per, uh, it, with the department and we need to keep communicating collectively as a people and I will say one thing I want everyone to know especially in the Pugwash to Malagash area I believe that this makes a significant difference for for our area is Wallace and Malagash have been under the management of Colchester County and that happened probably about 12 years ago is what I was told and I see a drastic difference between the road work that's being done here uh, in in most of Cumberland North versus what's being what's not being done in the Wallace and Malagash area so about four years ago I spoke to the minister then of public works which was um, Lloyd Hines and asked for Wallace and Malagash to be placed back under the management of Cumberland County they are in Cumberland County and I want them to get better service we deserve that the money the budget that comes along with those areas should the money should be spent in Cumberland and I believe uh, for the last decade or more the money that should be attributed to the Wallace and Malagash area is not being spent there so we've asked for that and I want you to also consider asking for that so what I've asked is for people to call the provincial number all of that information is logged and tracked and looked at by the province and I think it's really important that if you have a concern you let me know my number is 902-661-2288 and the provincial number is 1-844-696-7737 again 1-844-696-7737 so that's all I'll say about roads today but it's certainly uh, probably the number one issue right now coming in the second num second uh, biggest issue that's coming into my office with concerns is the issue of homelessness uh, in the county of Cumberland. So we're seeing it in the Marsh area. We're seeing many people with tents and uh, set up along the Eddy uh, Road area, which is in the county of Cumberland. And it's a big concern. People are very upset. People are worried. 
about the men and women that are currently in a, in a situation where there is homelessness. So I want to assure you that I'm having many conversations right now with various people on trying to find a way to provide supports for anyone in need that may currently be homeless. Some of the work that I've done is ask the Minister of Mental Health for more access to addiction services. Uh, many people that find themselves homeless do so after having difficulties with their family uh, due to addiction issues and they no longer have a place to live because of the challenges that can come with addiction issues. And any of you listening that have either struggled yourself or know, know someone that has gone through addictions, whether it's gambling or alcohol or illegal drugs, it's very, very uh, challenging. And the bottom line is people need supports for the addiction issues. And I recently had the pleasure of meeting with someone who just shared with me their lifelong battle with alcohol. And we're so proud to say that they had been sober for uh, over two decades. And but they also, you know, attribute that to the support and help that they get from other people. And Alcoholics Anonymous is a great organization, incredible organization, actually. And we do have an active AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, right here in the town of Amherst. So if anyone's listening that, you know, either yourself or you know someone that's struggling with addictions, please reach out, try to help, find help for them. There is help, but we do need more. And I've had several people that when they have tried to access help or go to detox, that they are told they have to wait a week, and that's a challenge. We need to make sure that when people are ready and willing and open to getting help, that we have services available for them. So that's one of the areas that I've that I've been working on to try and help with the situation. As well, we need more mental health supports. We need a mental health crisis team that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right now, our mental health crisis team is only being funded for five days a week, eight hours a day. And it's just simply not enough. It's We're seeing many people uh, not getting the help that they need. And I believe, and many people that are involved believe, if we had improvement with our access to addiction services and mental health services, that that alone would help reduce the homelessness uh, that some people are struggling with. And then, of course, the other issue is the lack of ho available housing. So anyone out there that can build, that has the skill and ability to pound a hammer, to build, anyone that has access to money, to wealth, and is interested in helping our community, we need to build more houses. We need apartment buildings. We need uh, single home dwellings. And there's land out there. I did have a meeting last week with both the mayor of the county, Murray Scott, as well as Mayor David Kogan of Amherst and their CAOs, just to have a discussion about what more can we be doing to improve and increase the housing availability in Cumberland County, and I say all of Cumberland County because we're all so connected. And I often remind people that, yes, I do only represent Cumberland North, but I'm very much aware that we all live in very close proximity to one another here in this area and must work together as one. So 
anyone, I'm putting a shout out and call to action for anyone that has the ability to help increase housing supply. And if you're looking for ways to to invest and help our community, we we need people to build more houses. We need some apartment buildings in in the town. There is some construction happening outside of the town of Amherst. I'm happy to say in the village of Pugwash, there's some new housing construction. But we need some uh, right here in Amherst, and we need them for everyone. We've recently lost uh, potential nurses to come to our area because they did not, they could not find a place to live. So if we're going to have bring more people to our communities, more workers, we need to have a place for them to live. So if you happen to have any ideas or suggestions on how we can improve housing in our area and increase housing supply, please contact me. I'd love to hear your ideas. We need more housing for nurses. We need more houses for families. We need more houses for students. And we need more houses for those that are in the lower socioeconomic uh, region as well. So we need all hands on deck here to increase our housing in our area. And I do want to say a shout out to an organization called Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association. And they're now being called Cornerstone. So I want to say a shout out to all of the volunteer board members who are working on trying to get a shelter and afford more affordable housing units here in the town of Amherst. And if you're interested in working with Cornerstone, please contact my office and I can put you in touch with uh, the chair of that, that board. And, you know, they need help. They need people to work with them. There's some good things uh, in the works, but we need it to happen a little faster than what's, than what's been going on in the last couple of years. Uh, so one of the ideas that has come out of the, some of the discussions is the idea of having a warming shelter this winter. So anyone listening who has been looking for an opportunity to volunteer and looking for a way to help in our community, I want you to consider helping to work at setting up a warming shelter. It could happen in, in uh, one of our churches. It could happen in any community building. And what we're looking for is a warming shelter to offer a warm space with some tea and coffee and just a warm place for people to go. This, is, this would be for people that are homeless, but also for people that are suffering from energy poverty. And what that means is there are people in our communities that simply cannot afford oil uh, or wood and don't have heat in their homes. And it's a, it's a challenge, but there are people that I know this winter will not have money to heat their homes. So we are looking for a warming shelter that people that need a warm place to go during the daytime can have a place in our community to do so. In the meantime, as your MLA, I will be working with the provincial government to look at ways of how we can increase affordability for everyday people. How can we ensure that power rates do not go up by 14%, but rather either stay or go down? We need to find ways to ensure that taxes, property taxes and other taxes, don't keep going up. We need to make sure that you, the taxpayer, are getting the services that you deserve and that you're paying for through your taxes. And on that note, 
the hospital, our Cumberland Regional Healthcare Center, which we have many uh, incredible nurses and physicians and lab techs and paramedics, or sorry, paramedics and pharmacists and so many other healthcare, allied healthcare workers like physiotherapists, as well as the administration and management. We have just an incredible team there that are working tirelessly. Uh, but decisions are being made centrally in Halifax that are going against supporting our local regional hospital. So recently a decision has been made to close, permanently close, five acute care beds to put the dialysis unit in that physical location. No one here locally wants it in that space. There's other places in the hospital that the interim dialysis unit can be placed without shutting down five acute care beds. And, you know, I could talk about this for hours. Healthcare is such a passion of mine. But when you close acute care beds, you are making a decision that you're making the backlog, backlog in our emergency departments greater. You're making a decision that offloading by paramedics and ambulances is going to be longer. And you're also impacting patient care negatively which is going to make worse health outcomes. So this is a very, very poor decision by someone in Halifax that is not putting you, the patient, and the families of the patient first. We need to stop this. We need to stop the closing of five acute care hospital beds. So I contacted the Minister of Health's office, shared my concerns, which I know are the concerns of the local healthcare professionals, that are scared to speak up because they're scared of losing their jobs. Like, what country do we live in? We live in Canada. Workers should have the freedom to be able to respectively share their concerns. But right now, in healthcare, our healthcare workers are scared to share their opinions and thoughts because they're scared of losing their jobs. That's wrong. That's completely wrong. It's the health, the culture needs to change. I will continue to share my concerns about this. Just as a follow-up, the Minister of Health did send me a letter last week replying to my concerns and clearly stated that five acute care beds are not being closed. So someone is miscommunicating to the Minister of Health's office because I can't imagine that the Minister of Health, who is a registered nurse, who has a certain standards of ethics as a registered nurse, would not purposely give me misinformation. So I have contacted others in government to say someone needs to communicate truthfully to the Minister of Health so that she knows that yes, in fact, five acute care beds are being planned to, to close here at Cumberland Regional. So I will be working on this and I will keep you updated on this very important issue. Okay, so there's so many other things that I could talk to you about today, but I know that I only have so much time. But let's touch, touch on a couple of things. Last week, we had an incredible, an incredible community event, the Newcomer's Summer Party. It was supposed to be at the museum, but we had rain. So we moved the event to the Business Innovation Center, and we had just an outstanding, outstanding response. We had people from the Ukraine, newcomers from Ontario, Jamaica, the Philippines, all kinds of people that have moved here to Cumberland County that came out to meet other people. We had so many local people come out to support and encourage and welcome newcomers to our area. So one of the, one of the comments that people 
said to me was, we need to do this more often. I agree completely. So we will be looking at planning another newcomers party event where we make sure that everyone knows we are a welcoming community to all that move here. A big thank you to everyone who helped organize that event, everyone who made donations and who came out to support. I'm also looking at holding another event this fall, and it's going to be to give out the Queen Elizabeth Platinum Jubilee Medals. So right now, I'm looking for nominations from you, the people of Cumberland North. I'm asking anyone who knows of someone who should be honored, who has helped contribute and build a caring society through service, through contributions, and through achievements in our community. If you know someone that should be nominated for a Queen Elizabeth Platinum Jubilee Medal, please send me an email. Send your nomination to Elizabeth period Smith hyphen McCrossin at NovaScotia.ca. Please include their name, their address, their phone number, and other contact information. And the reason that you believe this person deserves to be recognized for Queen's Jubilee Medal. The deadline for nominations is October 21st, which will come very quickly. So think about who in our community should be nominated, and I can't wait to get all of the nominations. A big highlight from last week was a meeting that I attended that our Member of Parliament, Dr. Stephen Ellis, had organized where the Shadow Minister for Agriculture federally, John Barlow, was here in town, as well as the Shadow Minister for Fisheries, as well as the Shadow Minister for ACOA. Rick Perkins and Clifford Small were here in town along with our Member of Parliament and we had a meeting with several farmers and business leaders in farming right here in the town of Amherst. We had uh, a really important discussion and talked about some of the challenges that our farmers are facing and especially the decision that the federal government has made regarding fertilizer. And Dr. Ellis is actually the guest speaker at the Rotary Club of Amherst meeting, the lunch meeting today, and I am chairing that event. I want to say a, a shout out to Harrison's Building Supplies and I was so happy to attend their 14th annual Customer Appreciation Day on Friday and I really appreciate the invitation. I want to say congratulations to D Dylan and Brody Deegan and their dad Buck who now operate the business Pro Post Foundations for Cumberland and Colchester Counties and just want to say uh, congratulations. They're bright young men and I'm so so proud of them. The Pugwash Volunteer Fire Department held their mackerel and bass fishing tournament this past weekend. Pugwash is flourishing right now. It's, it's just so obvious. Our new hospital that our provincial government is funding is on budget and on time. It's on schedule. The new library that the municipality is building is, is moving ahead nicely. New businesses are popping up. The Yacht Club is growing and expanding. The Pickleball and Tennis Club Association are starting construction. Uh, I saw Mr. Bob Nogler yesterday at an event. He's so excited. I'm so happy for him and everyone on that organization and the community. Personally, I have a vision to see an, a new resort being built in Pugwash along the harbor. I also see a new restaurant being built on Water Street overlooking the harbor. Pugwash has the Thinker's Lodge as well and it has the best sunsets in the province overlooking the Northumberland Strait. So if you're entrepreneurial, now is your opportunity to join in the positive energy that's happening right now in the village of Pugwash and surrounding area.
Also, last week, I got to meet a new physician, a new optometrist that's coming to the town of Amherst. She actually starts today at Trendy Eyewear, so congratulations to that business. They're located on South Albion Street in Amherst. Also, a big shout-out to a, a female entrepreneur, Christy Cunningham, the owner of the local Elm Tree Tavern. She recently built a deck on the business, so you can go have your lunch or your supper and enjoy the summer sun on the deck that that uh, she had built on her business. So congratulations to Christy. Also want to say congratulations to the local men's softball team who were recently crowned gold medal champions, national gold medal champions in Brampton, Ontario. I love seeing our local people succeed and compete nationally. So congratulations to them. Also want to say a big thank you to all the volunteers that have organized the Cumberland County Exhibition. The exhibition starts this Friday, August the 26th. It runs August 26th, 27th, and 28th, and then again September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So take a look at some of the events. There's all kinds of uh, activities happening in Oxford at the Cumberland County Exhibition over the next two weekends. A big shout out to anyone who's celebrating a birthday or anniversary this week. I want to say especially happy birthday to twins Douglas and Stephen Leahy who are turning 80 years of age this week. They're both incredible men who grew up here in Cumberland County, the Pugwash area, had very successful careers and came back here to retire and are very much contributing to our communities in so many ways. So happy birthday to those gentlemen. Also want to say happy birthday today to Cindy Patterson and Dave March. On Tuesday, tomorrow, the 23rd, Stephen Letcher and Gwen Kerr are celebrating birthdays. Wednesday, the 24th, Colin Brownell and Jason Dickey are celebrating. On Thursday, Parker Ross and Dan Anger. On Friday, Ronnie Wright is celebrating a birthday. So happy birthday, Ronnie. And also Ryan Bellier. On Saturday, Murray Peterson and Morgan Inglis are celebrating birthdays. So anyone else who's celebrating this week, uh, sending you along birthday wishes. I would like to extend my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one, including the family and friends of Charles Doug Brown, Carolyn Ferguson, Phyllis Cameron, Faxina Whitman, and Ryan Boyd. Ryan Boyd was only 36 years old, and I am sending a special uh, sympathy and my condolences to him and his young family. And I'm prayerfully, uh, I know that the community of Pugwash area are wrapping their arms around this family right now during this very, very difficult time, and certainly I'm sending my condolences as well. Thank you so much to Mr. Ron Bickle and CFTA 107.9 for giving me this opportunity to share with you my weekly constituency update for Cumberland North. Everyone take care of yourselves, make sure you're getting out walking, eat healthy, drink your water and get some fresh air and sunshine. And also let's always try to be outward focused, thinking of others and taking care of others in our community. And I believe that together you and I can build the strongest Cumberland North, Cumberland County maritime region that has ever existed. So let's do it. Let's get to it. Everyone have a great week.